Welcome to Leap Into Your Story podcast, where you discover your inner story, break down the process, and meet others who've done it so you can leap into your own story. We interview amazing guests who provide powerful insights that inspire you to get your story told. Be sure to visit our website at leapintoyourstory.com, and while you're there, subscribe and like us via your favorite social media network. Now sit back, get ready to take some notes, and let's get started. This episode of Leap Into Your Story podcast is brought to you by Leap Into Your Story course. Visit leapintoyourstory.com where you have a guide to get your story told. I'm Victoria Anderson, and welcome to Leap Into Your Story podcast where you discover your inner story work through the process, and meet others who've done it. We interview amazing guests who provide powerful insights that will inspire you to leap into your own story. Be sure to visit our website at leapintoyourstory.com. And while you're there, subscribe and like us via your favorite social media network. In this episode, I will be discussing parallel dimensions, time loops, and reptilian alien encounters. And these are experiences I've written from my third book, Mastering the Paradox. This is the third part of my three-part series about my life and writing journey about paranormal experiences. I'll be starting with parallel dimensions. Now, out of all my paranormal experiences with ghosts and angels and demons and psychic abilities. Apparently for me at one time, parallel dimensions were pure science fiction. Um, I just didn't think that they existed. And although I had pretty good stream of other experiences with the other um, ones I mentioned, there was something about parallel dimensions that just 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 seemed like it was just fantasy or, or just something that's made up by science fiction. Now, I understood there were alternative dimensions, such as like dream time or after death, but parallel dimensions, nah, I, I couldn't buy into that. And of course there was something that changed all that. Now, I did have an early experience when I was in college, about 1994, where I did notice something very strange about a relationship that I had. It was kind of an on again, off again. I do write about it. My first book touched, but I didn't really go into too much about the what I'm thinking back was a parallel dimension experience. This particular boyfriend, we had broken up. We were, I guess, having a cooling off period. There was just a lot of turmoil for about four months. And I had just decided I'm not putting any more energy into it. I'm going to leave it alone. And I was pretty frustrated And one night I went to bed in this frustrated universe. But when I woke up the next morning, everything looked the same, but it did not feel the same. 
And when I got a phone call from this particular boyfriend, it was probably one of the strangest, uh, I guess, personal encounters. It was almost like the four months of the bickering, the arguing, the trying to get us back together didn't even exist. He had literally picked up the conversation before it all went south and started this phone conversation like the four months had never happened. I remember telling my one of my um, close friends about it. And she's like, well, what do you think happened? I said, I don't know. It was almost like I went to bed in my crappy universe and woke up in like the perfect universe. But, you know, soon afterwards, it, it just, I'll cut to the chase, it didn't work out. But that, that particular incident did kind of strike me as incredibly odd um, that somebody would just be so, you know, night and day and just literally pick up from the last good conversation, friendly conversation that we had. Four months goes by and then there's this just un, this meeting of like the, the four months of turbulence never happened. But it wasn't until about 2008, so that's quite a big time span where, you know, there was not a whole lot going on as far as maybe hitting my radar that would make me think that parallel dimensions existed until it was little tiny things, little tiny things that you probably would blink if you weren't really paying attention and not think twice about it. And it all started with a pen, similar to this one. Um, I usually didn't keep a whole lot of pens on my desk because I preferred pencil. As usually when I did have to write something in my journal, I preferred pencil. And, and as you know, that my three books started at a spiral notebooks journal, and there was something about the graphite and the feeling of the context on the paper that made it a little different. But as I got tired of continuously sharpening pencils, I did migrate into pens. However, this particular incident, uh, the pen was really only for writing a sticky note. I'm a queen of sticky notes. I put those things all over the place because I multitask to a gold medal Olympian level when it comes to that. And I have to keep myself on point and sticky notes are my method for my madness. So when I usually picked up the pen was to write it on the sticky notes because um, it was a black pen and I like black ink. I do not like blue ink, but black ink against like a yellow sticky note stands out. So that helped me trigger to um, look at the sticky note. And one day, my black ink pen turned to blue. That was the only pen in the cup. So I know I didn't change it out. I had just kind of discounted it as, well, maybe the black ink is wearing out and, you know, it's turning blue. Although it was a bright blue, it wasn't like a black blue that would support that kind of 
rationalization, but I went with it. And I thought, well, all right, I'll have to deal with the blue ink on my sticky notes. It's not my preferred color. But the next day and thereafter, the ink went back to black and it had never turned to blue again. Most people would not pay attention to that level of detail, but there was something about it that just, I don't know, wasn't, it wasn't quite settling. So that was kind of the starting point of the newer experiences. But it wasn't until 2008, the day after Thanksgiving, that I had a very, very strange uh, experience. I was planning to do a little deep cleaning before it got too cold. Being a California girl, I was used to kind of doing my deep cleaning all year rounds and never got cold. But when I moved to New Mexico, I realized there's a timeline when (laughs) you should get it done because you can't open the windows. It's too cold. It might be snowing and sub-zero temperatures on occasion. So I did my little deep clean a little bit later in the year. And after Thanksgiving was a good wall, this way I can do it before the next holiday. So I had uh, pulled out a big rainbow fuzzy duster and was getting ready to clean the guest room ceiling fans. And I put that thing down on a faux suede dark brown futon, went two rooms away, maybe tops 30 seconds. And I came back and that darn thing was gone. Well, being that we had four cats and, you know, cats are cats, it's possible they could have dragged it around. So I looked everywhere. I couldn't find it. It wasn't underneath it. It wasn't dragged under a sofa in the living room or any other room. It just simply disappeared. So I went, I'm going, I'm not sure what happened to it, but I needed to continue on my journey of deep cleaning. Picked up another one, never thought about it. Literally two years later, day after Thanksgiving, 2010, it mysteriously showed up again in the same darn spot I left it. And because I throw out nothing, especially if it has a good story, let me illustrate how difficult it is to misplace something like this. It's two feet. It's got a rainbow fuzzy. And it even has my tacky uh, duct tape where I broke it from my last clean when I lost my balance and simply put duct tape on it because it didn't affect the rest of this. But this is the actual cleaner duster that disappeared for two years and then magically reappeared again in the exact same spot. So that was probably one of the more obvious ones. There's some, and you can find out more about the parallel dimensions again in my book about that. But um, in also around the same time where I have my, my disappearing rainbow duster, I started to have these strange dreams about being assigned 
to going back in time and going to other dimensions to solve problems in this one. And I was known as part of an operation, a secret operation known as a leaper. So we were provided assignments and we had a contact person who gave us details of what we needed to do, what we needed to say, what we needed to know to accomplish these missions. And we were sent through some sort of dimensional stargates. Uh, They weren't as elaborate as science fiction, but they were pretty trying on the body. And in these assignments was disclosed that our timeline would be coming through some really terrible stuff. And there was an attempt to try to thwart some of this terribleness. Now, this is about 2010 to about 2015 when this was all taking place. And hopefully, I guess, with some of these looping assignments, us maybe change the course of history so it wouldn't be so terrible. And again, you can read about more in detail in my book, Mastering the Paradox. And then finally, there is my two encounters with reptilian aliens. One not so good one good. I'll start out with the not so good one. At least I've been advised that that one could have been not so good. I didn't exactly have the opportunity to go face to face because whatever unseen person who was next to me when I had this encounter advised me that it was not in my best interest to see somebody who... (laughs) who in one minute was a person and in the next minute had a big old snout crocodile head. But this was an average everyday uh, errand run to the post office. And I had opted for the, the automated machine because the line was fairly long. And while I was waiting for my receipt, I happened to glance at the line in the post office. And there was this one particular man that had been, at least from the back, an average looking brown hair, uh, a yellow shirt, yellow pants. He looked like he was had just come off the golf course. It was like a golfing outfit. And the post office was fairly close to a nearby golf course. And when then I had glanced at him for a few seconds, he looked normal. And the next second moment I looked at it, he had a crocodile head on a human body. I knew something had opened up some veil whether it's some frequency, I don't know. 
but I was trying not to blink until the lady bugged me behind me because naturally she was waiting to use the machine herself. I blinked and then he went back to just being a normal guy, at least again from the back. But he was getting closer to the front of the line. And I was curious who this person in my community was. I had to see. As I approached the lobby part of where the counters are for the post office, I heard a voice saying, it, you know, he do not let him know that you know what you saw. I tried to ignore it, but as I approached closer and I almost at the very top of that line, I almost got a chance to see what he looked like. I felt this huge anxiety of fear come over and it gripped me. And I realized, yeah, it's probably not a good idea. Although I so desperately wanted to see who this person is because obviously there's people amongst us that may not be who they project are. So that was my first encounter with something potentially alien. The other one was through dreamtime experience that bled into waking time. It's the first time I've ever experienced anything like that with any of my dreamtime encounters. So in this dreamtime encounter, it's like I was underneath one of the pyramids in one of the tunnels. And there was a battle, again, with these crocodile-headed men against turtle-headed men. And the turtle-headed reptilian guy seemed to protect me and what appeared to be some tourists who were also trapped under the pyramid. And when the turtle guy shot something out of this extremely large black gun, it came out, it looked like clear blob and it made contact with the alien headed guy who was actually climbing the wall like a lizard but he was a man body with a reptilian um, crocodile head. This jail stuff made contact with him and it vaporized him. There was nothing left of him. I woke up from that dream and apparently in this battle, I had been hit with some of that plasma stuff. And that's what it was explained as plasma. And when I woke up from that dream experience, I had the most incredible headache to a point that I couldn't even move. It hurt to move. Nothing. It was like a migraine of a hundred. And the fact that any little thing outside of breathing, even that's hurt, um, just created an extraordinary amount of pain. I thought for sure I was a goner because I couldn't even roll over on the bed to get to a cell phone or a landline or anything. 
uh, even I had to just stay put. And while I had my eyes closed, I felt a hand stroking my head. I thought for sure, maybe my husband <laughs> picked up my a telepathic SOS and to my amazement, surprise and fear <laughs> it was my turtle head guy from my dream. And he had explained that I was, I had gotten some of the plasma blast and that even though it was extraordinary painful and I thought I was going to die. He says, if you go to sleep, he goes, uh, when you, when you wake up, you'll be fine. And of course he didn't talk to me. He was speaking to me telepathically because I couldn't even anything, any little movement was just this extraordinary pain that I never felt before. And he assured me that I would be fine and I was going to be recuperating and, and not to be afraid of him. He was hit there to help. And he was brushing my head to try to get me to go back, to calm down, to go back to sleep. And as I was almost there, I did ask him what his name was because I had to find out. And he gave it to me. His name was Har and he explained he was from Marduk. First time I ever heard of it, but apparently there is some information out there about a planet called Marduk. And sure enough, I went to sleep. I woke up. I was pain-free and I felt just fine. So those are my experiences that I've had with each one of those topics. You can find out more information in my book if you want to read more details and more stories about uh, more encounters with her because I did have uh, an additional one that was kind of interesting, but I'll leave that for you to explore on your own. And again, you can find my book, The Mastering the Paradox, there on Amazon with other tales of leaping, parallel dimensions, and reptilian alien encounters. And as well as my other books, you'll find more information about tales of the paranormal and i hope you have enjoyed the series about my books i know they've fascinated me just living it reading about it was a challenge um or i should say writing about it was a challenge reading is very easy but writing about some of these experiences has been a challenge and i'm glad i was able to share my experiences for food for thought, and uh, maybe they'll resonate with some of your experiences so you don't think you're so crazy. But go ahead and check out all of my books. There's Touched, Trial by Fire, and my last um, one in the series, which is Mastering the Paradox. So I want to thank you for tuning into Leap Into Your Story podcast where you discover your inner story, work through the process, and meet others who've done it so you can be guided in your own journey to write 
your story. Remember to visit our website at leapintoyourstory.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're there, subscribe and like us via your favorite social media network. We look forward to seeing you next time here on the Leap Into Your Story podcast. Thank you for tuning into the Leap Into Your Story podcast, where you discover your inner story, break down the process, and meet others who've done it so you can leap into your own story. Remember to visit our website at leapintoyourstory.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're there, subscribe and like to us via your favorite social media network. We're looking forward to seeing you next time on the Leap Into Your Story podcast.